0: On Tuesday, Sepp Blatter sent shockwaves throughout world football after announcing he will resign as FIFA president following an emergency extraordinary Congress. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. During a surprise press conference on June 2nd, Blatter said that FIFA will call an extraordinary Congress at the earliest opportunity to elect a new president. FIFA voted to re-elect Sepp Blatter for his fifth term as FIFA president on May 29th. Earlier that week, the U.S. Department of Justice charged 14 FIFA and sports marketing officials with a total of 47 charges, including racketeering, wire fraud, and money laundering. In a separate investigation, Swiss officials are looking into corruption that allegedly took place during the votes for the 2018 and 2022 World Cups. World Football Insider editor and Around the Rings European editor Mark Bisson joins us now for more perspective as the world is still reeling, Mark. Blatter was re-elected just five days ago, so a lot of what I've heard, one of the initial questions that many had was, why was he even re-elected? What, what happened between now and five days ago you said he was ecstatic during his re-election right
1: well yeah i mean today's news is absolutely extraordinary um six days well, five days ago he was uh, re-elected on, on friday uh which came two days after the us uh, raid on uh, dawn raids on the borough in zurich that sent shockwaves around world football and as uh you know seven arrests there on 47 counts of corruption charges now what 's uh, amazing really was I think today um, Sepp blatter and FIFA took uh, the world 's media back um, watching this story unfold throughout the day initially Jerome Valk was the, appeared to be in the firing line, and I think everyone thought he might have fallen his sword or be be kicked out of FIfa um, and take uh, take the flak for Sepp blatter. There was a lot of shuffling going on um, in the afternoon. There were two separate statements denying that Jerome Valk had any link uh, or any um, oversight of the the, the ten million dollar bribe, uh, alleged bribe that uh, went to Jack Warner uh, through FIFA from the South African government. So two separate statements there. So we all thought that uh, Jerome Vaught would be appearing in, at the press conference tonight, a hastily called press conference, and that he would be uh, he would be out. And later on this afternoon, we then saw that uh, press conference was, was was called. Set Blatter was to appear, and, and still Jerome own was uh, in the firing line. So, for for us all to hear Set Blatter with his uh, prepared script quit FIFA after seventeen years of a scandal tarnished uh, leadership um, was uh, an extraordinary moment in, in world football. And I think um, you know people have said today after this. A decision by Sepp Blatter that uh, you know, it's, it's great for world football now. We can really start to change the game and particularly change the governance of FIFA which has been rotten to the core for, for many years due to corruption uh, across the executive committee uh, and throughout the game. Uh, bribes and kickbacks have been you know part of the story of FIFA for, for many years and unfortunately they've been attached to Sepp Blatter. He's never been brought to account for anything. Um, linked to corruption. His allegations have been flying around for from, from many years um, since he was first elected in 1998, but nothing's stuck. Unfortunately, I think that time is, is coming, and I think the um, announcement tonight, just a few days after he was re-elected for a fifth term, I think was precipitated by perhaps news that he received from the US that the FBI um, are on to him, and, and he, he really perhaps. Uh, as stood no chance of, of staying on um, because they're coming. And I think ABC News in the States um, has reported this that the FBI are investigating Sepp Blatter and his involvement in in a, a bribery scandal which goes back uh, you know over two decades. So it re- really uh, extraordinary news, and I, I think um, this is this is great for world football now. But what happens next has to be a, as they say, a root and branch. Uh, review of uh, FIFA and a complete overhaul of of its governance for for it to regain any kind of uh, standing in in uh, in world sport. It's lost its reputation. It's you know uh, Sepp Blatter has um, overseen the exit of many corrupt officials uh, through the years in his 17 years, uh, and now is time to uh, for a new beginning. And uh, you know I think there are people on the sidelines waiting, perhaps to uh, to enter the the next FIFA presidential race, but that won't be for some time.
0: So in light of the announcement today and then what happened last week on Wednesday with all the arrests made and the investigations being launched in the U.S. and in Switzerland, what's bigger? You've said this is so good for football as a whole and and FIFA as a whole needs an overhaul. So was this bigger than what happened last week? Was Sepp Blatter announcing his resignation bigger then launching an investigation into FIFA.
1: Yeah, I mean last week the t- two investigations were launched. The, the the big one, of course, is the FBI uh, involvement, which is based on uh, on whistleblower Chuck Blazer. Um, he's been informing on you know the the, the the top officials at FIFA for the last couple of years, and that has been a part of the FBI's investigation. So FIFA is is coming crashing down now. I think Jerome Valcke uh, will not be there long at all. Others will uh, also. Be hit with corruption charges. I expect you know the the people like Issa Hayatu, who's IOC member for Cameroon. He, he's been linked to corruption charges and bribery allegations with the World Cup bidding scandal um, four years ago. But people like that are still under fierce scrutiny. I think uh, there's plenty more to come in this FBI probe, and I think in you know in the coming weeks uh, we'll see um, other people kicked out. Of FIFA, so I mean, it, today is a, a huge moment in world sport, and uh, many people did not expect Blatter to go at all. I mean, it was it was always after his giddy delight at winning re-election last Friday, uh, and saying that he was thank you for staying with me to the delegates in in Zurich, where I was watching uh, the scenes unfold. Uh, to see him today at the podium on the on the live stream of the FIFA.com. Quit his post was um, something else.
0: I was going to ask you what were some of, in your opinion, the most interesting parts of his resignation today, and most interesting parts of what he had to say.
1: Well, I think what's interesting that is that he was he was you know perhaps uh, more candid than he has been about uh, his flaws as a leader of FIFA. Uh, he he effectively admitted that you know the problems of of FIFA have been down to a lack of reform. And in the, in the previous reforms process launched four years ago, not enough has been done. Um, and he, he conceded defeat on that, on those points. In his uh, resignation speech, he says the size of the executive committee must be reduced. Its members elected through Congress, integrity checks for all Exco members must be organized centrally through FIFA and not through uh, any of the six confederations. Um, he also uh, calls for term limits, not only for the president, but for members of the executive committee. And, you know, I, th- I think uh, this is root and branch reform. Sepp has also promised to, you know, drive this reforms process with Dominico Scala, who is the independent chairman of the Audit and Compliance Committee. Uh, and, and he'll need him. He's a very wise guy uh, and has been a part of the uh, reforms process. Some of these reforms have been blocked by Sepp And, you know, the, the Independence Governance Committee, chaired by Mark Pete. Some of those reforms never got through. And uh, you know, Sepp Blatter has been criticised about a lack of transparency with FIFA finances, salaries of of the top executives on on the FIFA Exco. How much does Sepp Blatter make as FIFA president? And Sepp Blatter has never has never responded by opening up FIFA, you know, to to the scrutiny of uh, of the world. You know, IOC's Thomas Bach uh, recently opened up the IOC and and uh, it's now known what IC members and the ISC president make. It's time now for FIFA to follow that that course of action. So, so some of these reforms w- will uh, will take a long time, and I think you know the next FIFA president will have um, a big job on his hands to execute these reforms.
0: So you mentioned the next FIFA president, and I know we've kind of touched on this, but who do you think is uh, the front runner in the race to replace Blatter?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. With we, just a few hours, the the shock resignation of Step Blatter. Yeah, already people are talking about Michel Platini. He's the obvious uh, front runner here. Last August, he rejected the opportunity to to stand against Blatter, which to, to many was a surprise. He he has a, a lot of support in world football. He has rubbed some people the wrong way uh, when it comes to World Cup slots, and you know UEFA is regarded as a bit of a superpower amongst the confederations. So. There is a, um, you know, some people think he uh, is a little bit arrogant in his attitude sometimes, but he does have a, a good standing in, in world football, and, and I think um, he will be the front runner. Prince Ali has come out today and described Sepp Blatter's decision as the right move, but in an interview with uh, CNN, he said um, he was not overly interested, or, or at least it sounded like it. He was non-committal and said, you know, if the National, national Federation's the 209 member associations of FIFA ask him to stand for FIFA presidency. Then he will he will do it. And then, of course, the people like David Ginola, who never made the, the cut as one of the candidates for the FIFA presidential election, just gone. The, the former Spurs player and French and France star uh, has come out today and said he, he will, you know, enter the race, uh, which is interesting. He 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 stands no chance of, of winning against the likes of Prince Ali or Michel Platini. Um people are also talking about. Jerome Champagne, who launched his campaign to unseat Sepp Blatter in January last year, he he dropped by the wayside. You know where he couldn't get his five nominations from federations, so he dropped away uh, very early uh, in the FIFA presidential uh, race. But he may come back again. Unfortunately, I think um, he he doesn't have the support worldwide. He, he's a uh, you know the Frenchman is a, is a European has a you know some strength in Europe on on votes perhaps, but uh, beyond that he has nothing so i think really michelle platini and prince ali but there is someone here we haven't talked about and that's sheikh ahmed al saba um he is new to the fifa executive committee um he he only accepted his seat on friday uh and the kuwaiti ioc member who as we know is a, a power broker in, in the olympic movement sheikh ahmed is, is being tipped as uh one of the fifa presidential candidates but um so far today we've heard from his his office And and he said it's too early, uh, too premature to talk about a bid for the FIFA presidency. Uh, We may see some moves on that in the coming weeks.
0: All right, well, obviously, a lot more to come where this is concerned. That was World Football Insider editor and ATR European editor Mark Bisson with more perspective on Sepp Blatter's shocking announcement and resignation still reverberating throughout World Football. Be sure to check into Around the Rings and World Football Insider online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.